Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to part two of episode one of series five of My Mid Butter Toaster. I'm annoying myself there. Sorry, that must be really irritating. You probably just want to get on with the episode. But how are you? No, all right, fine, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's crack on, shall we? Thank you very much for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Here comes the next part of the fabulous Tim Key. Enjoy. Oh, when I need a laugh, there's a helping people. But Tom Bass talking to these funny people. He's asking what they find in the town stories. Can somebody yell another name of the show, please? My mate, Let's move on to 2008 and uh, a selection of things uh, which are uh, it's telling a story and I'm going to I'm going to try and get to the end of them before you interrupt me but I think you're going to jump in yep. with okay. telling me what's going on but it's yep. 7th of September 2008 right take yeah. yourself back yeah, where okay. where are you at this point career's going well living um, with your brother and his new wife still um I am I yeah uh, 2008 no what am I doing I'm no I'm living in um I'm living in a box room in Limehouse Okay. Yeah. Um, where what happened was I moved, I moved all of my stuff out of a larger room mm-hmm. into this box room right before Edinburgh and said to the landlord, "Can I? I'm going to move out after Edinburgh, so can I just leave my stuff in the box room?" Yes. And he said, "Yes, that's fine." And then when yes. I came back, I hadn't found anywhere else to live, and so I moved <laughs> my stuff off the bed, got into the bed, and then stayed there for another. Four years. Wow, four years. <laughs> <laughs> so career's going well. I don't know. Life's going well, but I certainly don't know. I mean, I remember one night where a shelf fell down on top of me and woke me up about three in the morning. And at that point, it's very difficult to sort of, you know, wipe the sleep out of your eyes and go, no, this is this is position oh, A. Oh, I love it. I just, there's something so essentially Tim Key about walking back into your storeroom and going, I'm going to have to live here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does. It staggers me, and I, like any writing and stuff I did, and I, I was I was writing stuff then. I was I was kind of quite prolific. Yes, but it was all just I was sitting on a bed, and I mean, honestly, to 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 an to a larger extent than you'd like, I was moving my stuff off the bed, um, at night to sleep, and then in the morning, so I had some space to kind of, you know, get my get my act together in this box room. I was putting yeah. stuff onto the bed. Wow. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, and it's, then it's, it's it's not it's not exactly what you want to be doing, really, with your you know no. to be fair thirties. Sort of de- yeah. To, to, there's no there's no denying it. That is that is what you're doing with your thirties. It's sort of domestic Tetris, just kind of moving the bits around. I think that would have given me great comfort if I'd thought of that name for it. Domestic Tetris. Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Seventh of September two thousand and eight, and the last thing you want to do is fill your tiny room with more tat. Yeah, but the, here we go. The pirate telescope set. Hotly followed by the adult pirate hat, hotly followed by the pirate costume uh, feather parrot, hotly followed by a pirate cutlass, an eye patch, and a pirate hook. My question to you is: Were you dressing as a pirate? 
Well, my question to you is, have you ever heard the phrase barge trip? Keep talking. Well, let's, let's be very sensible here. Okay. This must be September the what? Fifth. Seventh? Yep. This was um, Alex Horn's 30th birthday. Oh, yeah. He went on a barge trip, you know, on a sort of the River Lee. You dressed as a pirate, didn't you? For the... Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can. I know where a photo is of this. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I'll just show it's, you. Hang on one it's second. your time you're wasting. I'm happy with that. So Tim's just walked off. He's now not living in a box room anymore. Oh. Oh, wow. So. So that is... Um, oh, this... Oh, look. Oh, who is that? Who is that? That's... Um, Oh, hang on a minute. That is uh, the scribe in the kitchen. That's the scribe in the kitchen. Oh, that's yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Oh, that's delightful. You were both dressed as pirates. We were all dressed as pi- pirates, and um, you know, it was it was one of the great barge trips. I mean, why um, I've bought a child's telescope, I don't know, but I mean, I suppose it's sort of that attention to detail that sort of um, because... you know sets you apart on a barge. But also, if you're going to be a pirate, you've got to, you've got to, actually, the body language of a pirate is doing that with a telescope, isn't it? It comes so back you may to... As well be, you may as well be holding one. It's, it's, a, it's a, a body language pen, isn't it, essentially? If you're gonna... I would say that they are pi- pirates, and I, I don't say this lightly, wrote the book on body language. Mm. Uh, if, if you're, if, if you're, mm. if you're miming a occupation, yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. If you're miming an occupation... And yeah. you pull a card that says pirate. Yeah. I mean, I am. I'm exultant. I mean, I'm 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 going through my repertoire. So we've got the sort of the the, the as if you're punching a child of about ten. First of all, is the first one, isn't it? You do the kind of you're hooking. There's like a right hook, isn't it? That's a pirate. Oh uh, right, like, like a yo ho ho. Yeah, yo ho ho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we'll call that the yo ho ho rather than punching a child. That's there's the nice. yo ho ho. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're forgetting about the. I mean, I'm I'm on one leg immediately. I'm pulling one oh, leg up. Of course. I'm, yeah. Of course. I'm on one. I'm on one leg immediately. I, I'll tell you what, another thing. I'm doing. I'm getting my hand up on my shoulder and I'm talking to my parrot. Yes, yes. Well, you've got it. You don't need to use your hand. You've bought a parrot. I've got a parrot, yes. But yeah. I suppose, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I also, I think I'm in, in my repertoire, I'm pulling my sleeve down and getting my hook on. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I'm also in my repertoire, if I'm miming a pirate, I'm putting a hand over one of my eyes. Yes. So basically, I, I was, I guess this Amazon trip is looking at my repertoire and turning all of my mimes into physical props. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon's made us lazy. That's the thing. You know, you didn't need any of that stuff, but Amazon has made us lazy, so we buy. I stuff. know. I could have just bought a um, a French mime outfit and um, <laughs> <laughs> just. That, uh, and then, but then you've got that. Then, if you've got a French mime outfit, you've got that available for all fancy dress parties. Yeah, that's true. What have you come as French mime? No, no, mate. no, no. I've that's my base. Yeah. That's yeah. my base. I'll, sh- I'll show you what I've come as. Mm. Oh, I see. Farmer. Mm. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, 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 my days are so embarrassing. I don't remember buying all these silly little strange things. I swear on my life, I was forced by my wife with an ABBA pen knife that I bought on ABBA. Wait, wait a minute. Tim Key, Town, Gowan and Pirate. Let's move on. Uh, 2010, nothing. Again, you just drop off the radar in 2010. So I don't know what's I, going that on That worries me about what I'm oh, up to because um, yeah. Amazon is Amazon's totally up and running. 
2010, yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, I'm solvent. I can, I can buy stuff. So what Things am are I going doing? fine. Well, I don't know. Maybe you've taken objection to it. Maybe you've deleted everything that happened in 2010. Maybe you just you didn't need anything, so you didn't buy anything. It's simple. I've got to say, it's very kind of you to think that I might have, but I'll go on record as saying I've never, um, <laughs> I've never taken a stand against Amazon. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> This, this is not a podcast for principles. Um, and now, this is very exciting because uh, there's something on the next thing up on your uh, purchase history in 2011. I think I can see behind you. So as I look into your room, Tim, I can see you've got lots of uh, framed yeah. uh, Edinburgh posters and things like that, uh, but also a big old notice board with post-it yeah. notes, which that's flagging writer for me straight away. Um, and you've bought here for £30 a cork notice board and a load of push pins uh for i assume a cork notice board which is behind you so is this is this tim key the writer in 2011 is this him planning I'll something i'll show you actually it, you're half right okay good I think standard I've got this. hang on all right he's up again this has been a very physically active episode of my mate bought a toaster so he's just going to the back of the room and he's he's getting something just off camera oh he's got a smaller cork board oh it's diddy it's a diddier one so oh look it's it's like it's like a baby cork board. Yeah, because you've got to remember, I'm still I think in the um, in the box room. So <laughs> it's the box room cork board. That's my show. You can gauge the success of your career by the size of your cork boards. <laughs> Yeah, are you talking to the to the listeners? Uh, no, well, you both, both you and one generally, but you can because you're stuck in the box room that you've accidentally lived in, and you've only got space for a tiny corkboard. And now look at this cork. Your corkboard estate is enormous now. I know. I mean, that is. It's interesting because that that is that's my show from 2011, and when we finish this podcast, I'm uh, I'm writing me. I'm writing my show from 2022. For Edinburgh, so, or just for the next tour, or whatever. Um, what I'm doing, I'm doing. Actually, you can bang this in here. Yeah, come on, here we go, here we go. Great to have Tim on the show. Yeah. So, what a lovely episode that was. Bit pluggy, wasn't he? Bit pluggy, but never mind. Nigel, play the next week. Cheers, bye now. Look, I'll be mad not to plug my Soho dates. Come on, come on. Have you got Nigel play the next week? I've actually. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, no, I'm doing a show at the Soho Theatre on the 9th to the 26th of February. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but I'm looking at that, and that actually is that's quite daunting because I'm looking at that show and thinking, yeah, that seems to be more. <laughs> that's more like it. Mm. Well, uh, although no, it's not more like it, but it's more. I mean, it's it's pretty kind of detailed stuff, and it's pretty. I just worry that I was more organised then. I knew what I was doing more, but yeah. But probably under closer examination, I'm going to get one of the cards off it. Hang on, a sec. Okay. Okay. So he's going over to Diddy, Diddy Corkboard. Yeah, he's getting that one down. Yeah. Having a look around there, having browsing the old corkboard, trying to work out which one to get. You approached that like you were playing chess. You really su- took a sort of run up at it and a long look. Well, what have you found? But you know, you sort of you live with your, you know, you live with your shows for quite a long time, and and there's a lot of kind of pain of trying to start you doing your show, and then there's lots of memories of doing your show, and I really love doing that show. And the 2011 one, this is. 2011, and then eventually, okay. which I'm not plugging it, and then eventually you put the show down. And that's so, so weirdly, approaching that board is sort of like, yeah, you can do it in one of two ways. You either sort of grab something off it and go, oh, let's have a look. Or you, as you get closer, you think, oh, my God, 
this <laughs> is is good. Is that what you're saying? This is good stuff. Or you're th- or you're I saying? I just think oh, I was God. just lost in it for a moment. And I think you're lucky to have me back on the podcast. I could have just <laughs> I could have just drifted back into 2011. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah. It was a great show. I was at Edinburgh that year as well. It was a great show. Oh, were you? What were you doing? What was your show in that was my first solo show. That was the one about wow. um, about the Billy Piper sex scene. So for my, my version of a corkboard would just be me telling a slightly rude story about doing a sex scene with Billy Piper. That Did was... you do a sex scene with Billy Piper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in Secret Diary of a Cool Girl. Oh, I'd spe- wow. I, I'd spend two days naked with Billy Piper, but that's for a whole... No, oh, that's man. for a whole now. What's um, <laughs> what's what's she like? Delightful, delightful. Yeah. Of course, she's fantastic. She's beautiful and, and kind, and and all the things you'd expect. And uh, yeah, she was great. Um, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I'd awful. like to work with Billy Piper. Yes, she's well, she fantastic. listens. She listens. So, uh, well, uh, if you're out there, Billy, she I is. would like to work with you. And um, you know, mm. I think I think that's not impossible, is it? You know, you you sort of yeah. you've got to have you've got to have ambition. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, you're still very much on the way up, aren't you? And she's not exactly on the way down, is she? She's on the way down. So it's a case of you catching her up, or hopefully she'll start to drop off a bit and just come back down to your sort of level. Because she's gone superstar now, hasn't she? She's like with HBO and stuff like that. I know, but I can't sort of come on your podcast and sort of put a shout out for Billy dropping off. (laughs) (laughs) But if you you ever do, Billy, (laughs) I'm right here. She should. She should. You'd have um, to sort of drop off by quite. A, no, no. Well, I'll no, I'll try and up my game. We'll meet. I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you halfway, Billy. Your game does not need to be. Your game is doing very well. Thank you very much. You're, there's no distance between you and Billy Piper, and equally, there was no distance between me and Billy Piper. Well, uh, famously, apart from a modesty pouch made of Velcro, of, Vel- of Lycra, which fell off. So. Well, here's my last word on the sex scene, sure. and that is, uh, you're a you're a better man than me. I do, I, I cannot conceive. Of a, of, a, of a way I would be able to do a sex scene? Um, I've done a couple. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's awful, actually. There's no yeah. real way around it. In fact, I was going to be, well, you know what, Tim? You get into character, you, maybe you don't know about that. And, uh, no, there's, that's absolute bollocks. It's a fucking nightmare. I did a scene, you know, in a shower once, and uh, it's just, you know... Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know how these people do it. They're very clever, you know. It becomes a job quite quickly. Because yeah. there's just loads of, you know, people working, standing around you, and they're all just scratching their asses, looking bored, and that may, that really does turn down the embarrassment. The, the particular a bad sex scene was on Doctors, where everyone started giggling, like the crew started giggling, and I it was supposed to be quite a serious scene, but because I'm such a <laughs> shocking actor, they just started giggling. So you know, that's fine. That's wow. Fine. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thirtieth yeah. um, of September, twenty twelve. You've uh, bought a retro style three speed record player with a radio attached to it as well. Yeah, vinyl? I mean, yeah, I love, I love, you know, obviously vinyl. Mm. I, I mean, you know, I'm not like a huge authority on the um, vinyl or the music of the vinyl, mm-hmm. but I like the process of placing a record on a record player and yeah. dropping the needle and, yeah. you know, seeing yeah. your salutes. Testify, man, testify. Yeah. And flip, flipping it halfway through. Well, you know, that's the thing. And I feel like it's a good habit to get back into. And, I, and I've since um, actually someone bought me one of those, actually, weirdly, uh, uh, like a um, another a nice, uh, you know, a nice record player. And so mm. I have one and it works really well and it's really nice, but it's just so easy just to put things on Spotify. But actually, yeah. I think it's better process mm. to go. I'm going to listen to this record yes. and make yourself a cup of coffee put it on yes. and then 
after 25 minutes, you're waddling over and turn the record. There's just something good about that hour. Well, also, if you've made a cup of coffee, the chances are at the halfway point, you might need a wee or something else after the coffee. Or make another coffee, something like that. Yeah, Yeah. but it does. uh, Listen, we've talked about it. To be fair, this is a topic we've we've dealt with a lot on the show. The the sort of bemoaning how the Spotify thing has cheapened and just made uh, no matter how good the music is. If you haven't got a process to put it on, it's just that. It, it cheapens it and it becomes white noise, no matter how good it is, you know? And so... Oh, you know, I don't want to sort of add to the conversation. Happy to have you. Happy to have you. We can leave that there, and I, yeah. but I totally yeah. agree. It, Great. Basically, if you want me to summarise it, Spotify, pros and cons. One of the biggest Great. examples of yeah. pros and cons I've met in my life. Along with every other day. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, every other day... Mainly cons. ...is not a, a pros and cons. Every other day okay. is days... You know, I remember a guy went on Clive Anderson and um, he was talking about decimalising everything. And he was saying, let's get time sorted out. Ten-day oh. week. You oh. know, 100 seconds in a, in, a, in a minute. Oh, how long would a day be there? Oh, no, 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 no. Would you, would... Not, I, wouldn't oh, go, I wouldn't go as far no. as this guy, but oh, yeah. I uh, but I would, I would say, I mean, the problem is you've got to get, you've, you've got to get a sort of critical mass of countries agreeing to it haven't you yeah which is a nightmare which is a real nightmare imagine having that first imagine that first email to try and pitch that yeah but you would do it by email would you uh, i'd open i'd open up with email or maybe yeah. the email to set up the phone call can we have a quick chat about something but i wouldn't tell them what the thing was would you go for a big country first or would you, yeah, you try and you, get try and get know, go for a malleable country to give you a bit of bit of weight big and malleable so i'd go for somewhere like maybe argentina huge country yeah, that'd be fantastic and they'd probably be up for it yeah 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 Famously, we've got a great relationship with them. So you know, <laughs> I tell you what, we give you, you can have the Falklands back, right? Yeah. If but you, you've got if you commit to an eight-day week, and also you're going to do the pilot for us, you're going to be the king's taster. You're going, to, we're going to put you on an eight-day week for yeah. the next five years. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to do it. Yeah. If it starts to work, we'll we'll join you. And as soon as it goes wrong, we'll slag them off. Comedy, those dicks yeah. did that. Yeah, great beef, terrible working week. <laughs> What's the budget history of this jokester? Stay tuned for my mate for the toaster. 30th of September 2012. I mean, you mentioned this earlier on, the Kitchen Craft Deluxe Fork. It says here small. So in my head, that would be small. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sort of, you know, yet again do my catchphrase of taking the, the headphones off and going and getting something. But yes, <laughs> I, can't, I can't emphasize enough that it's, it's sort of this size. You know, it's a big... Big fork. Someone called S has given you, has given a little, you know, they've given it five stars. They don't want to slag the product off, but they're, they're giving you a hint here. They say, lovely medium size fork, ideal for salad. They're letting you know, this is really nice. It's medium. It's not small. I, I know. I just, I, just, I just have never seen the concept of a cake fork mean being there to mean I'm cutting a cake, I'm cutting a, a whole cake with a fork. To create a slice. I've only seen cake fork in yes. terms of here's your slice, here's your cake fork. Yes. To eat to eat said slice. Yeah. yeah this yeah, cake yeah. fork that, that you're looking at on my Amazon account is too mm. big to go in your mouth. It's like when that man puts the whisk in his mouth and come dine with me. Right, right. So so would this be this cake fork is more uh, uh, marshmallows on a on a fire scenario? No, no. No. Right. no. Okay. This is I mean you're 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 getting close to forcing me to getting it, but it's, I'd say marshmallows on a fire is a longer handle and it's two yeah. prongs, like a, yes, of um, course it is. Of course like a cobra's is. tongue. Whereas, yes. <laughs> whereas this is much more, um, if it, if it didn't have prongs and if the mm. prongs were instead 
you know, conjoined. Yes. Then it would be a perfectly good thing to slice the cake with. But right. they've just they've given it prongs. They're still saying slice the cake with it. But it's, I mean, it's. So how do you how... eat the cake then? How do you eat it? Do you do you just? No, no. This isn't to eat the cake. This is this is a cake. To cut this the is a, cake. Yeah, it's to cut the cake. Well, they should call it a cake cutter then, shouldn't they? Look, I don't want to talk about that fork for much much longer. Would you like to talk about the nude girl paper playing cards you bought you know in what? August 2013? Do you want to talk about I'm gonna that? Get, I'm, I'm going to get the fork. <laughs> <laughs> this is August 2013. Um, oh, August 2013. That's interesting yeah. that it's August 2013. Oh, yeah, hang on a minute. Um, now, August 2013. Yeah, it's because I was doing a show where the I, I read my poems off the back of playing cards. Oh, fine. And fine. the um, yeah, it was it was all it was all part of this show. And actually, um, we did. There was then there was then some playing cards with men on. <laughs> yes, I can see those. I can see those. You bought you bought adult playing cards uh, in June as well. So obviously those got a bit dogged, and. Uh, you know, it's all of- part of a master plan for this for this show that's behind me now, and eventually I hit upon this plan that the show that I'd be reading off these cards and then start reading off these. There's some with men on. Oh, actually, yeah. that's right. There were some with girls on that were like those kind of 1950s kind of pin up cards. Yeah. yeah, and 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 so it was all kind of like playful, and I think I was like looking at the cards and going, "Look at that! That's fantastic." <laughs> that's, that's not hurting anyone and they're like these illustrations and then later on they're quite p- pornographic you know or n- nude and yeah. then later on there's some guys and then later on I, I mentioned that um i had that one made specially and then um later on there is a film that we show where it's me making a um it's the photo shoot with the guy oh with, my god Did yeah which, do- we, which we shot we found a guy and we shot him on a on a moped um, with his with his boy out. Oh and, wow! Uh, yeah, and it's sort of yeah. So it's got, it's kind of a long game, and it was quite a big payoff because you sort of thought. I mean, because I'm sort of set, you know presenting the idea that wouldn't it be mad if if literally I'd made my own pack of cards by hiring male <laughs> models, and then you do see this one minute. Um, I mean that's so guy. delightful, especially when you do that joke for the first time at the beginning of the show, and people like really go with it and laugh because yeah. you're like, "Oh, these guys are going to love this." Yeah. Oh, if they're enjoying the this. Was, the guy was fantastic. Who know. was he? Where did you, where did you find a man a man who's prepared to sit naked on a moped? Apart from me, obviously, but you never well, asked. I don't know because I mean, my director, I think he I, he must have asked someone, and we found this guy. I mean, <laughs> to be fair. He um he married Katie Price. <laughs> I, I, oh him, later yeah. It's that guy. What's his name? I've forgotten his name now. Yeah um yeah. His name's Kieran. Kieran. He was really nice, and he was really like, um, he was lovely, and he was he was like really up for it, and just he was a very sweet guy. Very kind of, <laughs> I really liked him. Kieran Haler. He married her in 2013 until 2021, when they sadly split up. Yeah. His his uh his job title. Go he's got two job titles on Wikipedia. Stripper. That's uh, all, all simply because he once sat naked on a moped, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was he was stripping the night before in Essex. Oh wow! And Katie Price's ex-husband. That's his other job title. Oh, he's got he's beef, isn't he? He's got a lovely bod. Well, yeah. I mean, he's fantastic on this on this moped, and <laughs> you know, he, he took direction very well. 
Oh, that's great, isn't it? What a pro. What a pro. Yeah. Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, good. Uh, all right, so Naked Men on Mopeds. Really touching every base here on My Mate Bought a Toaster today. Um, we have also got, as we move into 2014, a bit more PG Woodhouse. Uh, we have got a bit of sport coming through. Andrea Perlo. Um, you've got uh, David Pierce, The Damned United. I mean, again, great books. Great books. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they're starting to get more. I'm starting to rev up a bit on Amazon now, aren't I? Yes, yes. Um, 30, 36 you, orders now. You, you're cranking up a bit, mate. Yeah, um, Damned United, yeah, one of the great books, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and also Red or Dead. I mean, the guy the guy can write, obviously. That's not in question. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to use words. Uh, bottle capper for up to 26 millimetres. Uh, this is to cap beer bottles with. This is on March 2014. What's, what's this all about? This is all about... Now, what is this all about? I mean... Um, oh, he's looking around again. He's about to go for another dash. I think it's over there. The Tim Key dash. It's so good of you to get all of the props for the show ready in one room. This is fantastic. Right. So I think this is... Um, it's that, yeah? Yes, it's that. It's that. That's it. So it looks like a... I mean, it looks like a giant sort of pair of pliers, but with a really chunky uh, sort of bit in the middle to, to put caps on. Well, it's one of the more... Um, yeah. Um, puzzling things, because it really rings a bell. I know I bought it to, to put... I must have been filling bottles and then putting caps on the bottles, but I don't know why. Yeah. What, what's the date? I mean, it would have been to do with the show. March 2014. I mean, it, does it help if I give you some context around it? What else you yeah. bought around this time? You bought a, a Borneo storage box for 90 quid and particularly enjoy this, a Yeoman stiff brush. Really lovely stiff brush here in March. <laughs> and, and a zinc watering can. I mean, I'm, I think I might be veering into sort of uh, outdoor kind of garden space. Well, I think I'm in here. my new. I'm in my new flat now. The one I'm in now. And okay. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm probably using my stiff brush to kind of get busy on a barbecue or something. Lovely. I'm, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. bottle. I mean, this is killing me. The bottle. Mm. I mean, why did I do? There was a show where. And I definitely remember doing this in Melbourne, but why is is the thing? Good luck getting that device on a plane, because that is something you could torture a, a pilot with. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it is. It's going I mean, in the hold. It's, it's going a, in the hold, a, isn't it? It's going in the hold. Yeah, they wouldn't want that sort of, you know, clamping their thumbs. Look, it's to do with a show, and I don't okay. know what it is. And mm. I remember thinking, 
I wonder if there's something that can put caps on bottles. I remember finding it. But I guess you, you know you remember move, what you... you were bottling. You don't know what you were bottling. This is a this is a no. weird sort of. What was I bottling? I don't gap. I don't know. Like it's it's it would be something like a rare, difficult to find beer, mm-hmm. which I have established I'm talking about on stage and I'm drinking from. But in order to yes, it's sort of slightly coming back to me. In, in I'm order to it. yes yes, in order to use it, I have like only only a finite amount of these, mm-hmm. and I have to fill them. With another beer that I get from oh, elsewhere, which is a, and then I, yes. and then I, and then I put the cap on. But, I, is, honestly, but that works for me because then we're seeing behind the curtain, the show behind the showbiz curtain. How you refill a prop bottle? That, I like that. Yeah, but what it is, I do not know. <laughs> well, I'm, it's killing me that I don't know exactly what it is. But can I, I just know. say how many times I do the show and I get emails or contact from my guests a few days well, later? They remember, going, yeah. it was that. That's why yeah. I bought uh, a recorder or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2015, then Tim, um, we have got this is this is interesting. Uh, a it says Christmaster costume suit. Uh, this is 7th of December 2015, and it is a it's I a Christmas it. it's a Christmas yeah, it's, suit. It's, it's, it's red, Christmas suit, like they wear at the darts. Oh wow! So this is me and me and Tom Basden have a um you know a sometime double act called freeze Mm -hmm. and we did a christmas show and i think i'd spotted this thing somewhere on the internet bought a couple of these suits well i bought one and he bought a he bought a sort of inverse version of it or or a darker one you know pretty pretty Mm -hmm. nice blue one and Mm -hmm. uh yeah we did we did our show in it and i think the response was um we walk out on stage and everyone thinks now those are spicy suits those guys yeah look at yeah. them mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then i think about a month later i'm watching the darts and uh there's a lot of people wearing these things and i'm thinking hmm, i'm um less sure about these suits now <laughs> nothing wrong with looking like a dart audience nothing wrong with that at all you know i, I went to the darts this year and mm. i i enjoy going to the darts but i um i would say looking like a dart audience is um well, I mean, I think you, you, you're good to look like a dart audience if you're in the dart audience. And yes. um, looking like a dart audience in um, your, yes. your general life is not exactly where you want to be. Yeah, yeah, good. The, the and context... that's not where they want to be. Like, these mm-hmm. guys aren't, you know, they're not dressing like Oompa Loompas when they're going to work. Right. <laughs> uh, 7th of November 2015. Again, we've got a metal detector. A lightweight <laughs> beginner's... <laughs> 65 quid. Why, why, Tim? Please, I just yeah. want to know why. This one is, this this metal detector, I didn't fall into the trap last time of thinking it was this metal detector, but that's Alex's son's metal detector. Fine, okay, lovely presents. Um, and a, a message back from Horn saying, come on, he's, um, he's, he's, he's six. <laughs> he didn't have a clue how to use it. He's too young oh. for it. Metal detectors, I think, are fool's gold. They're, they're never the right thing to get anyone. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, in my experience, I, I've got one. We got one for the kids when they actually, to be fair, when they were older than six. And uh, we went on the beach and we found fuck all and we used it once. At the end. It's there's a classic Amazon arc right there. Well, I mean, I thank you for not picking up on my spiralizer. I mean, that is, <laughs> yes, that's straight into the cupboard. God. Do not pass go. I mean, I, I barely had a courgette put through it. This is astonishing. Yeah. Uh, hang on, are you mates with Laura Marling? Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to say this, or is this? Am I? Am I crossing a line here? No, you're not crossing a line. Um, are you bought something for Laura Marling. That's I, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's wonderful. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Oh uh, yeah, I was in a short film with Laura Marling, and oh. then probably I'm guessing it's probably a book, was it? 
Uh, Usually as in these situations. You brought her. I am a phenomenon quite out of the ordinary. The notebooks, diaries and letters of Daniel Carms. Yeah, Yeah, that's one of those sort of, you know, comes out of a conversation and you sort of go, do you know what? I'm going to get you this book. She is, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, I didn't know Laura Marling acted. How did did this come about? This came about, I think, because um, the director was a guy called David Elms and I think he knew her from, um, maybe even from school. Yeah, they're uh, friends. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. okay. Very good, very good, very good. Yeah. Right, I'll look out for that. It's a good um, film. It's a good film. Yes. Uh, name it Name it again for me, please, once more. I think it's called Regular. Regular, thank you. Um, all right, listen, Tim, uh, we have gone through so much stuff. I, like, I've known you sort of, you know, on and off. We've known each other well enough for years and years. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, under, I'm inside you. I'm deep inside you now. It's this an incredible the, this place. Is the, this is the, the power of the toaster. It's the power of the toaster. You've, you've, said, you've said so many things that I'm snipping out on this episode. Um, all right, so uh, lockdown. Obviously, uh, lockdown wasn't ideal for pretty much everyone. You got a book out of it, so can't be too bad. Yes. Can't be too yeah. bad. Um, this is out now, and it is, it's, it is brilliant, genuinely. It's beautiful as well. You, the design that's gone into this is extraordinary. It looks like it looks like something, uh, like almost like a hymn book or something. Like the, the, the font and stuff, it's genuinely wonderful. Well, this is all about... Emily Juniper. Oh. Who, do you know Emily Juniper? Yes, I was at university yeah. with her. She used to get with one of my best mates at uni. She's glorious. She's, She's glorious. fantastic. She was yes. very excited that I was going to go on this. Oh, great. That's why you did it, isn't it? That's what it was. It was the Juniper effect. Um, I love Emily Juniper. She... Um, has, well, if the, if she's responsible for designing this, this proves what I suspected at uni, that she's a complete genius, because it's wonderful. She is a genius. She is a genius. And, um, yeah, we collaborated on... Two books in lockdown, and um, we've we'd worked together before on various things, you know, pl- playing cards and uh, posters and things and an album. But right. yeah, this is our, yeah, for both of us. I mean, we're very lucky that it was a big, substantial, mad project in lockdown, which is yes. kind of exactly what you want if you're a creative person and you manage to stumble into something like that. It, we're, we're very fortunate. But yeah, I was just writing stuff about, the lockdown and writing poems and writing conversations and about this would this first lockdown and then in about maybe may april or may i just sent her a, a couple of pages and said is it is it a case of a book <laughs> she we was have like, a case of a book here <laughs> she was very much oh i would love to do a book she loves i mean that's a i think we were circling lots of different things but her kind of main thing is to to design and make a book mm. and so she did everything she did she designed it she mm. chose the the font the layout the size the paper mm. she published the book and then she sold the book from her studio oh. i mean it was literally to say it was a two-man operation two-person operation barely covers it and so we did that and then the, and then we sold some and then the second the third lockdown started and about Three weeks in, I sent her a message saying, if, "I mean, it feels like another book. That's <laughs> that's the book that you've got now. This so it's the first book is all spent in my flat. I never ah. leave, and it's called um, He Is Thought as a Wife: Poems and Conversations from Inside. Mm. And in this book, it's all on the road. You know, yeah. in our one hour of allocated exercise. Yes. So in all, in, constantly in that book, I'm just walking. It's in, it's in the bit where I'm outside of my flat and I never go inside. D- and did you get told off by a policeman for sitting on a bench? I like to think you did. Yeah. So if you didn't, don't ruin it. Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there, you know, there was mad stuff, you know, where they yeah. were like, you know, there'd be a policeman walking towards you and you're like, 
And um, I mean, that was the sort of, I mean, obviously that's, it's quite topical now because as they're walking towards you, you're thinking, yes, I know, I mustn't be on this bench. I'm very sorry, officer. Mm, mm. And, uh, you know, where are you going? Well, I'm just finishing my hour of allocated exercise. I'm going to my house now. Mm. Okay, well, you be sure you do. I know, I know, I will. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. Sorry, is this uh, the content of the book or is this just you? Yeah, this is just me. This is just me, this is just me reflecting, you know, nostalgically. Those were the days. But it was it was absolutely crazy. And this isn't to come at it in a kind of anti-lockdown sort of vibe oh. for me, certainly. But it just was crazy. It was a crazy, crazy time. Yeah, I do. I do feel like it's it's difficult to know how much we have processed it because mm. you do sometimes, you know, it flashes into your mind, and you do your face does a lot of body language where you're thinking, did that actually happen? Because mm. when it's happening, you're sort of, you know, getting it, getting your head down and dealing with it. Yeah. And then when it stops happening, you're not really thinking about it. You're kind of thinking, good, I'm in the pub now. I'm not in that bit where we had to be in our flats for three, yeah. three months. So I don't know the bit where you kind of, wonder what <laughs> what effect it had on you yes. i don't know when that comes <laughs> well, who knows who knows when it'll land who knows yeah. when it'll land uh, l- looking through just uh the bit at the beginning you've got a load of the characters who who are in the book and i really love i well first of all carol key this is this your mum carol key yeah my mum yeah well, welsh she's welsh she's welsh yeah you're a bit welshy i'm half welsh yeah oh, lush, my mum's right. from um born in newport Oh, that's my neck of the woods. All right, good, fun. Um, that's good. I needed to know that. I feel like I've, you know, I'm all, I like to collect people who've got Welsh connections. It's just a yeah, good thing yeah, to have in my head. Uh, but then uh, the description of various characters, uh, randomly one, here we go, uh, Buddy, vast, brown eyes, the heartbeat of this or any lockdown, big sunglasses. But then the description of Bobby, four now, cheeks like furnaces. Why must this young man endure a lockdown? That made me well up when I read that because I had two small yeah. kids during lockdown and it made me go, yes, that, and that, that was I it. I know. Yeah, that's that's um that's that's Tom Baston's son, you know, loosely. Yes. Listen, we we're going to have to wrap this up, Tim, uh, it, which is annoying because your 2021 is at, is pure filth. 164 orders. 164. Yeah, it was that kind of lockdown. That's well, you know, ju- why don't you just blitz a couple of them and I'll just sort of give you one word answers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Let's do a one yeah. word 2021. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. Let's um, Second uh, of April, Glow FX color therapy glasses. Oh yes, that is because um, we, me, Alex, and Mark play a game called No More Jockeys. Alex, Alex, one of Mark Watson, and it's a sort of YouTube thing. And in lockdown, that sort of kept us sane. We'd meet up on Thursday nights, get lashed, and play this game on Zoom. And you know, we'd sort of dress up, and there was lots of sunglasses. There's lots of. I mean, I'm sure most of these things, as you, as we go through them, will be easier to explain because I'll just say No More Jockeys. Okay, good. Twenty uh, eighth of March, twenty twenty one, the Rhino Walk. 20 litre bike bag a lovely bike bag there for tim uh, bike bag oh yeah panniers mm. but um, my bike was like my solace in lockdown and then my bike broke and then um i got a new bike and then bought a pannier for it thank you uh 10th of march the dals 507 rotary trimmer rotary trimmer guillotine that's what we all call those at school it's a lovely paper guillotine god i love yep, guillotine. yep yep that is i write my poems down on um uh, on Word, and then I print them out on an A4 label, and then I cut them down with a guillotine, and then mm. I stick them to the, to the backs of cards. Next question. Come Nothing on, makes go. me happier than let's using a guillotine. Let's All right, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, go. good, good, good. Uh, Bluetooth shower speaker. This is 8th of March 2021. The Bluetooth yes, so, uh, shower yes, speaker. Yes, so I had a speaker in the shower. Come on, let's go. Next okay, one. Okay, fine. Good, good, good. Oh, God. Uh, Pentel, Tradio, Pullman, Black Ink. It's a lovely found pen. A, found a new pen. Found a new pen. I was in Tokyo with Mark Watson about three years ago. We went there to watch the Rugby World Cup final. We found ourselves in a subway. 
there was a stationery shop in the subway. I tried this pen and I've never looked back. It's the pencil, the pencil, and I found it again on uh, uh, very difficult to find on the internet. And eventually, I found them and bought a few. Your poetry pen, okay, good, good, good. Twentieth uh, of May, twenty twenty one, the Steger Royal Five Star Table Tennis Pro Carbon the Ping Pong Bat. That is a so lovely. So playing bat. table tennis in lockdown, oh, um, yeah. not in lockdown before lockdown, and then um, when. The when it loosened each time, went to various parks and played table tennis, um, usually mm-hmm. with Mark Silcox um, and uh, various other comedians and things. And, you know, again, it was a real sort of um, life, uh, a, a, a real positive thing in lockdown where you had any kind of routine is always useful in those situations. And we had Saturday mornings, we'd play table tennis. And then as the things, as, as things started to loosen, we would go to the park and have a drink afterwards. Then we'd go to sit outside a pub and have a drink afterwards. And then eventually go inside a pub and all of that sort of stuff. And yeah, table tennis at the heart of it. And I needed a good bat. Table tennis is the greatest, most underrated game on the planet. It's a fantastic game. I thought I was getting quite good at it, but I've gone backwards now. But I was quite good at it for a bit. I, th- I um, thought I was getting quite good. I, I mean this. If you ever want a game of table tennis, let's make it happen. I'm, I'm I'm, I'd, I'd happily play you at table tennis. Absolutely love it. Thank you. you. Uh, 4th of May, 2021, uh, the SodaStream 60-litre spare gas cylinder. Yep. Lovely stuff. Love SodaStream. Love, yeah, love sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Um, bit the bullet. Mm-hmm. for Quite early in lockdown, um, Rick and Buddy, my friends, had got a really nice soda stream, and I thought, yeah, I'll push the boat out, get that, and mm-hmm. was just sort of doing the maths and thinking how many um, bottles I have to fill before I've gained, got my money back, and you know, I've, I've coasted through that. I love it. How many uh, how many pushes do you use for a standard soda stream uh, bottle to one. fizz it up? One. Well, hang on, one long one or just one but, little? Um, no, it's one. It's one long one, but it's it's not, mine. Isn't made by Soda Stream. It's a different company, so uh, I don't know whether okay. it's a different thing. But it's straight yeah. down until it goes. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Great. I will clip out that noise and make people guess what you're doing an impression of there. That's okay, great. Um, you bought 19th of June for Bill Key. One, two, three, four, The Beatles in Time, winner of the Bale Gifford Prize. This is the Craig Brown book, which I've got right here. The Amazing yeah. Story of the Beatles. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, someone recommended it to me. I bought it for my dad. Um, it's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you bought... Yeah, for Alex Horn, seventeen ninety nine. You spent on Alex Horn, yeah. uh, the President Herbert Hoover American Conservative <laughs> Republican T shirt, a, a President Hoover T shirt. Yeah. No more jockeys. Can't next. No more jockeys. <laughs> um, you have got. Oh, this is great. This is great. Um, oh look, we got a mouse trap. You've bought the Godmon Humane mouse trap. Well done there. Yeah, got a mouse. Uh, trap the mouse. Um, release the mouse. Mouse came back. You have to. You have to do three miles. I think. Is that right? They've got a three mile range on them, have they? Yeah, they come back. Wow! I didn't know. Mouse radar takes them back. Yeah. Not so, okay, Yep. Um, all right. Good. Um, bedroom athletics. <laughs> Sherpa silver boots. Maybe not as kinky as it sounds. There. Twenty uh, eighth of December, twenty twenty one. Some lovely boots here. Uh, I wanted some that like really, really nice warm comforting oh. slippers that's what yeah. those are absolutely yeah. wonderful and then finally tim the final, final purchase thing. Yeah. well i mean there's a few uh, yeah, in january yeah. 2022 the final one we're going to go for yeah. uh two pounds 48 uh you've spent on alex horn again five on a hike together book 10 of the famous five series <laughs> yeah yeah so this is no more jockeys and the the, the category was like, it's, it's this game where you have to name people and eliminate categories and things like that yeah and someone said someone like i uh, can't remember who they said but they said no more people who you can find a picture of them sleeping 
<laughs> Later on, someone said Anne from the Famous Five, and I couldn't find a picture of her sleeping. But there's in the book it says she goes to sleep. Um, in in the in the in the synopsis of a book. So I, I mean I don't have the book here, but I've sent the book to Alex to see if he can, you know. <sighs> Whether he's whether he's right or wrong, I love it. Uh, Tim Key, this has been this has been quite a long episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster. It's, yes, it has. That's not that's just an objective comment. Yeah, I mean, really. I've enjoyed it <laughs> for what it's worth. <laughs> I've absolutely loved this, Tim. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. I really oh, genuinely appreciate pleasure. it. It's been lovely to catch up. And uh, here we go around the Melbourne bush. An anthology of poems and conversations from outside is out now. Tim Key, thank you. Thank you. He's a good one, isn't he? He's a good guest. I love all my guests. Honestly, I don't feel as a deaf episode, uh, but I just, I love that one. How can I put this without offending other guests? I love that one as much as I've ever loved any episodes of, of the podcast. Does that, that's okay, isn't it? That's not going to upset anyone. I, I'm, I'm not revealed that I didn't really enjoy doing the Mark Dolan episode, have I? I haven't, oh no, oh no. Uh, so there you go. That is episode one. We are underway. Welcome back. Series five is happening. I've done it. I finally pulled something out of somewhere else in my body and started interviewing people. That was Tim Key. Still to come in the next few weeks then, I've got Nigel Planer. Fantastic episode. Really, really interesting, including uh, a very interesting revelation as to where, physically, geographically, he came up with the idea uh, or came up with a lot of the inspiration for Neil uh, on The Young Ones. He'll, he's going to be on the show next week. Uh, then we've got a here sharp. Oh, that's a really funny episode. He's a funny comedian as well. He's very good. Uh, Maisie Adams is coming on. Slight twist in the format, slight twist in the tale here. I've got a bit of a surprise guest in a few weeks' time, which is, uh, well, I'll I'll tell you more about that on social media, but there's um, something quite weird that's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to it enormously. Um, And guess what I'm going to say now? Patreon, Patreon, everybody, patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. It's only £4 a month. It makes, and I cannot emphasise this enough, a huge difference. There is someone who is booking guests for this show, and it is paid for from Patreon. So... There you go. It really does make a massive difference. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's only £4 a month and you get uh, loads of episodes in advance. In fact, all the episodes I've just mentioned are up on Patreon now. Um, it's ad-free and it really helps the show. And it's also worth mentioning that the Tim Key episodes are up now on Patreon in video form. That's right, guys. You can watch them with your eyes and listen with your ears. Patreon.com forward slash ToasterPod. Uh, that is available on all the bands, on all the tiers. I think it's four quid all in. And you can watch a vid of, uh, well, the best bit is Tim Key struggling to work his microphone. It's tremendously good fun. So if you get to do that, you are the best. If you don't, don't worry about it. No big deal. All right, then. Did you did you get the cold stare? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, at ToasterPod on Twitter, as ever, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Oh, by the way, what did you think of the theme tune? Do you like it? You better have to. Let me know. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.